How many times have we heard Dr. Spock say, it's only logical? Is it always only logical? Throughout this podcast, we've discussed all sorts of scientific information. But what do we do when the information we have isn't scientific? How does a logical mind deal with illogical information? Fortunately, this is 2020 and illogical information is rampant. In the most recent news, we chose the Utah monolith. Shanti's here as our representative for those of you with a naturally curious mind, and I am D.R. Cox, a scientist and researcher for the last decade in regenerative medicine, vaccines, and nanoparticles. And this is Breaking Bad Science. Break, 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 <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> All right, man. All right, so we're going to do things a little bit differently today. Um, we're going to talk about the Utah monolith, but it isn't... Uh, as much of a an, an episode where we've really dug into the information and uh, tried to tease out the science behind everything. Well, 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 there's not a lot of science to tease out here, to be fair. Like, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So instead, what we're going to do is sort of talk about how would we look at an article like this and, and what makes sense when something like this seems extremely illogical, right? Well, you gotta you've gotta watch like every single episode of every season of like ancient aliens creating the pyramids. I exactly. Think, wasn't yep. there like a History Channel show like That's that? That's where you would say it's called Ancient Aliens. It is on the History Channel. Yeah. Boom. Uh is it the History Channel? I believe the History yeah, Channel. So. Yeah, for some yeah. reason the History Channel has actually a lot of those shows. Not like that. Yeah. not what I would call history on the History Channel anymore. <laughs> as it turns out. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah, let's uh Let's talk about what the Utah monolith is. I mean, I think some people probably don't even know that, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you know about the Utah monolith so yeah. far? Um, it's like a 12-foot metal um, rectangular object, essentially. Um, so Kind of resembling like a rectangle. Yeah, it just looks like a big old rectangle made out yeah. of like metal. In the middle of the desert, it's got like smooth surfaces and it like – Looks kind of shiny, and it just it just popped up in the yeah. middle of the desert. Just one day, it just popped up. I think uh, I, I the article I looked at said it was November eighteenth when it you know just someone discovered it from helicopter. Like, hey, dude, like, what is this? Thing? Yeah, a couple of days ago, and and we'll put a link to um, a picture at least of the monolith in uh, the description for the episode. But uh, yeah, so the the monolith is just this rectangular piece of metal, as you said, you know. And it just showed up in the desert one day. Now, there are some theories that it had been there for a while. Some people have claimed to have seen it before. Um, but essentially, two helicopter pilots were flying over, saw this monolith, uh, decided they needed to turn around, went and took a look at it. And yeah, I mean, uh, one guy standing on top of another guy's shoulders did not quite reach the top. Um, I think as I did stuff, I estimated it about 10 feet. I think you're right. It's probably closer to 12 Right. So what is this? You know, I mean, I think, you know, you invoke the name ancient aliens. And I mean, are you this is the, this is actually clearly we're just all at the start of some sci fi thriller movie. And yeah. and I, I mean, you're yeah. not wrong. That's where a lot of people's brains are going. Right. I mean, when you see something like this, that's that's where a lot of people are, are yep. you know, headed uh, mentally with this. So what is the reality you know that we're dealing with what is the um wh what actually is it right well i mean you got to look at the object it's just a, literally a piece of metal and yeah like, you know 
And so I think, you know, the, the first thing that came to a lot of people's minds who, you know, have that logical mindset is to think, what is the reason? You know, what, what is the purpose of this? You know, and, and the first thing a lot of people went to is art, right? Yeah. It's some sort of... Are we sure that's the first thing everyone went to? Dan? No, no, no. Come so on. Are you, the logical, you in, in the logical argument, I think a lot of people went to the 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 art concept, right? Oh, yeah. No, dude. The first place, people got out their tinfoil hats. <laughs> they, they, they were like... You yes. actually showed up in a tinfoil hat after we discussed you this. You can't tell people that, man. <laughs> Come, we're keeping this secret. Yeah, but, you know, people, you know... This is this is huge. No, I mean, yeah. for for the for the conspiracy, for I mean, look, and I, I'm not even going to say it's bad to entertain the idea of aliens. It's kind of a, it's kind of fun to play around with, and no one gets har- no one gets harmed from the hypotheticals of this. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. People people aren't shirking their responsibilities as citizens to the collective for like health issues because they believe in ancient aliens potentially. Right. right? Well, and and aliens is a. Um, is an interesting concept because there is, you know, scientific reasoning why aliens would exist, right? right? Exactly. But the question there is, why would said aliens drop off a steel rectangle in the desert and disappear? I mean, you never know, dude. That like to them, that might just be like totally disrespectful. Like we don't know what that represents to aliens, right? Like that could be, it could be okay. like TPing your house or like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so let's um. Let's assume that it's not aliens. Okay. And what is the first, you know, sort of (laughs) logical, what is the first sort of logical step, right? And and that to me is, it could be art. Or or you you can even just take it a little bit more broken down than that. How, what is it made of? It got here somehow. Yeah. What are the possible ways it could have got there? Oh, we're going to get there. That's, that's how this is. That's what makes this fun in my opinion. Okay, so, fair enough. Um, so let's assume it's art, right? Okay, cool. So it's an, an artistic sculpture of some type, right? Well, yeah. Now let's add in the piece that we just discovered, which is that as of, what, seven hours ago or something, it has disappeared. So it's no longer there, right? Yep. And, you know, again, there's theories that the Bureau of Land Management themselves got rid of it, that, you know, there's concern about the desert. And, and we could talk about a little bit about some of that stuff. But I think the the more interesting thing is it showed up very quickly. It's gone very quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. And why was it here? And what um, what what is it? Right. And, and, and more importantly to me, how did it get there? So let's assume it's art. Right. Yep. So as a piece of art, you've made this spectacular metal rectangle. Yep. Right. Now you need to get it into the desert. What's step one? Um, well, so how much does the thing weigh? You you also step one is just knowing the dimensions of this, the weight. Does it does it come so, apart? Is it all just one twelve so foot freaking what I have seen mm. is that it's about shoulders width. I'm as I'm estimating at two feet, right? Um, and if you, and and that it's square, so two feet on one side, two feet on the other side, right? Okay. So with for a square, let's assume it's steel, right? It's pretty heavy metal. Yeah. So if it were a full size piece of steel at ten two by two, 
I'm getting some sort of directionality from the back of the room. What what am I missing? It's a triangle and it's stainless steel plates that are um, welded together and inflated on the inside. How do people know that? I put a note there by the desk for you, but uh, one of the first guys to find it that wasn't the DLM was basically evaluating it. You could see that it was metal plates. Um, he sat on top of it. There's a, a seam where it's welded, and they said he could like knock on it and tell that it was insulated inside with like an epoxy or something. Okay, so let's assume that every conspiracy theorist in their right mind is going to not believe anything set, put out by the Bureau of Land Management and by some you know random guy on the internet because they know better and it's ancient aliens, right? So in the best case scenario, a triangle in this case would change my math, but I'm already underestimating, so it's not a big deal in my opinion. So let's assume it's a full solid block of steel, right? Okay. About 19,727 pounds. You need like a truck, a big ass truck, like not like a, not like a, like a, like an actual like truck. You would truck. need a crane. You need a crane. You would you would need a crane to lift that, right? So let's instead assume it's hollow. Yeah. Still made of steel, right? 7,829 pounds. That is still the weight of a car. A couple cars, actually. A few cars. Yeah. In some cases, right? So it's still a lot to move. There's a lot. So let's go to the minimalistic. What's the, the smallest it could be, essentially, right? Um, well, I mean, like aluminum, aluminum. So let's say it was made of aluminum. You mean the lightest it could be? Cause yeah, I yeah. mean, you can't yeah, change it. Yeah. You can't say change the dimensions. Right. Yeah. So, so let's say it was made of aluminum, right? Yeah. Well then your full, you know, solid block is 6,700 pounds and your hollow version is 310 pounds. I mean, 310 pounds. You could put that in the back of a pickup at that point. Right. So in my opinion, the best bet to get this moved in and out of the desert very quickly is aluminum. But could a structure that size stand on its own made of aluminum? Um, this is 0.25 inch thick aluminum. 0.25 inch. So this is like a quarter inch thick aluminum. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it depends on, I'd have to imagine it depends on how strong the wind is wherever they put it up. So it, it might stand. It might not. You know, it, it might at least be very malleable, right? Or it depends also is is the weight like distribution even throughout. So is it 0. 0.25 throughout the whole structure? Is there yeah. a little bit more density um in mass towards one end of it, right? Like Right, yeah. And and that would obviously change things as well, right? Right. But and and, and maybe that's what makes it artistic. Cool. Right? Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it's the, you know, the fact that they were able to keep the weight so low but also make something that was structurally sound yep, right yep so if we instead you know go back to the information we just received which is that it's stainless steel right uh i know you found some information that it's non-magnetic yes. right so that i feel like stainless steel is that magnetic at all or stainless no? steel is not magnetic interesting so it, it could still be in that case stainless steel okay. but it's going to weigh as much as steel in that case right yeah. and so if we go to it being triangles right then um and and hollow right mm -hmm. so then we've got about two foot by 10 i'm gonna go 10 feet i know people are saying it's about 12 i'm gonna go 10 feet just to be conservative 3.7 meters which is 12 feet thank you 
Yeah. So, uh, you, should we go with twelve feet then? We'll call it. 12. All right. Let's let's do the math with twelve feet. I, I was trying to be conservative, but well, you did a bad job. All right. I'm well, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, if that's the case, then what we're looking at for a hollow structure, assuming just the steel alone, without the end caps, which we know there's at least one end cap, right? Yep. Without the end caps, just under three thousand pounds. That's still pretty. Heavy. And now we're back to. You can't move it with a truck, right? right? So how do you move it? With a flying saucer. Oh, absolutely. The and a tractor log- beam. It's yes. only logical. Or a shrink ray. You got to you gotta, you gotta play like with the, the shrink idea ray of shrink, shrink ray and then grow ray. Yeah. You know? D- is grow ray the term that you use there? I, I mean, well, what's the logical opposite I, of a shrink ray? I mean, I guess. I just feel like that's not the term that people use. I mean, what what other term is there? Like, go ahead, shoot, shoot for me. What <laughs> what know. else could you say other than a grow ray? Like a, a, a big ray, like an an unshrinking ray. Well, that's too many syllables, dude. That's true. You know, that's come on. All right, man. I guess we're going with a grow ray. You got to figure so. the grow ray. It's probably probably the shrink ray and the grow ray would probably be the mo- the most abused like scientific products we ever create for oh, consumers. But to people- be fair, like. Uh, the concept of um, what was that movie? It was a Matt Damon movie, I think, that came out that uh, has that concept in mind. Where essentially, you know, in order to conserve, you know, resources on the planet, some people get basically shrunk to a very, very small size, and then they have you know whole cities that are the size of you know your living room. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I actually never heard of that movie. I at can't all. remember what it was called. That's Matt Damon in it. Okay. I think it was Matt Damon, yeah. I'm not sure. Interesting. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, apparently, it wasn't bad. Never saw it, though. All right. But anyway, um, the uh, if anybody wants to look that up, Downsizing, Downsizing is what the movie is called. Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. Boom. does exist. I didn't make that up. Nice. Okay, so let, let's assume that, you know, it's art. Let's assume that it's it's huh. heavy huh. art. You call that art? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's... It's modern art. <laughs> mm, yes, quite. This is gonna this is gonna spark up an even greater debate about its origin. Is it art or not? Like, <laughs> get get the art critics on there. Like, <laughs> how dare you call that art? <laughs> so that's uh, that's the interesting thing, right? Is uh, you know, first you're you're putting up an illegal piece of art in the middle of the desert, right? Cool. And I mean the the amount of people out there. Who would love to do something like this to troll people is obviously very high. Yeah, of right. Course. There are there are more trolls per capita than I think there are any other branch of human. That's interesting. That'd be an interesting like statistic: trolls per capita <laughs> to to measure like the six. I don't. Know. I wonder if you can do that. You know, just determine you know state to state or like country to country. Really, where where are trolls uh, sort of centralized. I wonder if there is sort of a centralized area where there's more trolls per capita. That actually is an interesting metric. It would be see, it would be fun to see what else that correlates with within like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, interesting. Another episode. Yeah. Bam. There we go. All, <laughs> All right. right. So um, let's assume it's some troll wanting to really set off the crazy alien people, right? I mean, it's it's obviously that worked, right? Yeah. So it's art intended to instigate the you know internet uh alien folks why and how you know that's the question so 
in the in the desert like this, I don't have a whole lot of information as far as how you can get in or out of there. But I know there's a lot of hiking area, and and I think this is where I would need you know more sort of information associated with this. But um, I do know that there are a lot of places that you, you can't drive, right? Mm-hmm. So you're definitely not going to be driving a crane to some of those areas, right? right. E- especially unnoticed, right? Right. So what is, you know, what would be the best way in? How would you do it? Um, You could. I can imagine that you would climb maybe into the, you could probably climb. I mean, that that's that that's what comes to mind is, is like just people taking a route and just get enough people and enough, enough uh, people power can kind of just lift this thing up. Okay. Um, so. Here's somebody who knows the area, right? And some information that they can provide about exactly that. So this guy says, I'm curious which way they took, right? Looking at the maps, it looks like the safest way is to take uh, Nevada 211 off to the off of the US 191, mm-hmm. turn onto a dirt road called Lockhart Road, and then you go north until it becomes a trail. It's about an hour and a half drive from Monticello. Then you follow the dry riverbed all the way up about a one and a half mile hike. So that assumes that you're hiking in. I have to assume that means that it's not a drivable trail, right? So are you hiking in with a 2,952 pound monolith on your back? If you are, you already need to be on Ancient Aliens or your Sasquatch. That's true. Well, we may have recruited Sasquatch to get this. Don't don't rule that out. I, yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's true. It, but did the aliens recruit him, or is somebody conspiring with Sasquatch? I feel like that might be the battle for the ages. Is will, so, will we or the aliens be able to recruit Sasquatch? <laughs> okay. So the other thing he says, um, you could go the Nevada one thirty two and then rappel down somehow, which seems unlikely. You could maybe drop it out of an airplane or something like that. Now, I think this is the more interesting one to me mm-hmm. because I think lowering it down does actually seem more likely than hike than pulling it in. Okay. So I think it's possible that if you could get to the top of that area with your vehicle of whatever sort. You can just drop it. You could then drop it down, essentially using a winch or something like that, right? And all you have to have is two guys at the bottom to guide it down and make sure it sits, you know, hits flat. But then you also have to have an anchor that's going to support that type of weight from the top. Yeah. But uh, I mean, 3000 pounds, a good sized one ton truck. Well, even a one ton truck is, you need not... a, you need a couple of yeah. one ton trucks. Yeah. You would have to have, you'd have to have a good sized truck at least to anchor that. Yeah. That's heavy. It's a heavy. It really is. Yeah, three thousand pounds. It's it's a lot, man. So yeah. So I mean, it's it's absolutely a curious thing, right? And and we're not going to come to sort some sort of a conclusion as to this is what it is. This is how it got in there. This is how it got out, right? Mm-hmm. Th- that's not the point of this conversation. The yep. the the concept is to think about how would you go about taking the information that we have, and dissecting it to try and get an answer that makes sense. You know, and it's not impossible that someday that answer leads to, you know, well, then we found aliens, you know, and that's because there's a scientific basis for the concept of aliens, right? That exists. For sure. And so 
in this case, do we come to a conclusion that says maybe aliens? I don't think so right now. Well, based on our last episode where we went over like the dynamic of our atmosphere, I feel like aliens would have a really hard time getting flying saucers within our atmosphere. It would be tough. Yeah. Yeah, You know, that's, but you know, that's where, um, I, I mentioned within that episode, the concept of eliminating gravity. You know, once you do that, you change the capabilities of flight essentially and that includes something like a flying saucer and stuff like that right you you change what is possible Mm. in that case yeah fair enough but i i mean it seems like the only way this thing would have been dropped into place where it was dropped into place would be by eliminating gravity Nice little pan. <laughs> I mean, that would absolutely help, right? If we could I mean, if you could just eliminate the gravity on this thing, you could actually just hike it in. Yeah. Mile and a half, that's easy, it's, right? That's why we've been looking for Sasquatch, because they have the ancient secret of eliminating oh. gravity that they yeah, shared that with out. the Mayans and the Egyptians to build the pyramids. That and, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And you know. Are you a conspiracy theorist? Because you're killing it. <laughs> I I mean, look. At the end of the day, it's it, it it there's almost like an art and science to coming up with fun conspiracy theories. You just have to like be able to connect things yeah. together. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, in, in the, you're basically taking you know minute connections and chaining them together, and that's where your theories come from. So yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Mind blow. <laughs> So hopefully we're going to do uh, some more sort of interesting stuff with this episode and maybe some more episodes going forward. I don't know. Is there something else that we could really sort of touch on to describe how the scientific or the logical mind would attack something like this? I I, I think I think there's one of those ones where it's okay to get have a little bit of fun with this. Yeah, it, it, it truly is. For, look, if you I don't I mean, look, it's kind of tough. To back the ancient aliens theory, but if you want to play around with it, as long as it's not hurting anybody else, go and it's have fun with it. Everything at this point is speculation, right? There's there's somebody out there, Mm -hmm. and maybe maybe that being is an alien, whatever. You know, there's somebody out there who knows how this thing got there and how it got, you know, hauled away. And maybe it's an internet troll, you know, uh, or I guess in this case, a real life troll. Right? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it would be a real life troll in this case. But somewhere out there, there is somebody who who is aware of exactly what happened here. And, you know, that person may eventually explain what happened. They may not. Right? I mean, D.B. Cooper still doesn't exist. You know, we still have no idea who he is. Despite two different people claiming on their deathbed that they were D.B. Cooper. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it, it, there are just things that we're not going to have the exact answers for, for sure. Can we, can we play around with some of the like most illogical ideas that we have as to why I got – let's just – can we just go off the deep end here for a second and just like – what? let me ask you this. Of all the crazy explanations, what is your favorite one? My favorite one so far is the one that I personally – you know, have sort of developed as my own crazy concept, which is um, there's a man named David Hatcher Childress who is on a lot of those shows like That's Ancient a crazy Aliens, concept. and he um, is really big into the stone balls, the giant stone balls, as he says it. Um, in where do they find him in Peru or something somewhere in South America, and they're just 
giant balls that are made out of stone. Made out of stone and they're, you know, massive. And they're theoretically sort of natural. And so natural, I think, giant you know, balls. the craziest idea is that this thing was just natural. Wow. Something shook it out of the ground and it just came up out of the ground. It's like the earth just got an erection. Like, yeah. is that kind of like, I mean, <laughs> it's like, that's something like that. Yeah. And then the, something the, like that. I mean, you just went from like big giant balls magically appearing in Peru yeah. and then just like a. Yeah, that was a phallic a, conversation. You are not wrong. And then just a giant rod popping out of the ground yep. in Utah. Yep. I mean, just saying. It's, I mean, it could happen. It's, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have like a favorite explanation here on this one. I feel I feel like you could this is this is definitely an interesting ah what is I don't know, dude. What what's your best crazy guess? That at like how this got there. Yeah. Best crazy guess. Yeah, for sure. Oh, dude. Um <sighs> got to have something. I mean, is I it don't just I don't I don't I don't have something, but my best crazy guess is that it got there in a way that modern technology can't entirely account for, but someone somewhere else, like someone out there can account for it. Like people either transport this way using some interesting engineering that really isn't mainstream or, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Is this a military conspiracy right now? Not Are we talking about like the military is capable of not military. I think it's I think it is a, a hobbyist enthusiast or some someone like that. Some... that just figured some really smart crap out that got this thing there. So basically just an Emmett Brown somewhere in their lab uh creating anti gravity devices. Very possible, man. It's I very like possible it. that this was like Iron Tony Stark or Optimus <laughs> Prime. Also, like, there we is can't... a guy on the internet who is basically the real life Tony Stark. He yes. has created most, like, a decent amount of the suit. He has like a like the arms that he can blast with. Yeah, and there, it's very cool. Guy's awesome. I w- I don't remember his name, but he is on the uh, the tubes of you. The tubes so. of you. It's very possible. It's also Optimus Prime. It could have been, you know, Transformers. Oh yeah, boom. I mean that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah, there we go. Boom. That is. Uh, those are my best guesses, man. <laughs> All right. So from the logical perspective, I think what we can say is that it is most likely art. It was most likely some sort of a troll. Yeah. And really, they just want these types of conversations to be happening, you know, and boom. and they they are excited by the you know, people going nuts and it is now somewhere in this person's backyard where eventually they're just going to, uh, you know, point out to all their friends, like, yeah, it was me. See it. Like it's, it's right here. You know, boom. I think that makes the most sense. Awesome, man. All right. Well, uh, if you like this episode, you know, keep watching, keep listening, give us feedback, I guess. Uh, Feedback at BreakingBadScience.com. Uh, look us up on Instagram, Facebook, feedback, or sorry, Breaking Bad Science Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and the YouTube channel is coming. So TBD on that. Yeah. It looks yeah. like we're trying to set up a YouTube channel. So Boom. Um, if you get the chance, rate, review, it'd be huge for us. You know, any of those ratings and reviews will help push this uh, podcast forward and really 
help grow the user or the listener base. All right. Thanks, guys. This has been Breaking Bad Science. Except the squishy.